to another episode of Beyond the Dumbbells. The place you need to be. <laughs> where you should be. <laughs> now you mess me up. It's a good start. Go ahead. All right. I'm going to start over. You're not allowed to interrupt this time. All right. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Dumbbells, your snarky source for all things nutrition, fitness, wellness, and lifestyle, from damaged libidos to a-holes at your local gym and everything in between. There's someone that pops in my head every time you say a-holes at the local gym. I'm not even talking about our gym. I'm talking about back in the the world's gym days, the gold gym days. Um, There was always just some, some freak. (laughs) <laughs> my favorite guy, I think we've talked about him before, was the guy that the mask. the mask yeah. that wore MC hammer pants. <laughs> Do you remember that dude would load up how many hundreds of pounds? Oh, dude. And he would do um, calf raises and shrugs with it. Exactly. At the back squat rack there in um, Chantilly. Yes. That was our home for a long time. It was a money gym, but the dude, um, he always did like weird splits. I mean, he... Pulled yes. his leg up to his head, and yep. then he'd do those calf raises. Yep, and he sang Piano Man out loud That's every right. single day. That's right, because back then, gyms would use something like uh, Muzak yes. as like a music service, and it would get on a loop. So every day from our gym time start to finish, it was the same tracks we every had, day. What was the, we had a country song, too. It was like Travis Tritt or something, <laughs> and then it'd be Piano Man. I, I, there's still songs that come on this day that put me in a gym, in this particular gym, just because of how much we yes. heard them while we were there. But, um, that was the gym where I think I had finally hit my limit where I was like, I just don't know if I can do this anymore. It's, so ladies bathrooms, you had talked about some, some women like to walk around without a towel and it's just their, their They're thing. completely nude. It's just weird. Uh, no, I got weird. And then you've already heard this story, but there's the dudes that roll out of the shower. Mm-hmm. They're not even drying off, and they're at the sink, shaving, brushing their teeth with their balls out right there at the <laughs> sink, <laughs> blow-drying their hair, and and the sink is low, and for some reason, their balls almost set on the sink, and you're sitting there, and it's like, I can't get out here fast enough, so a-holes at the gym. There's there's the dude with the balls, the guy with the MC Hammer pants. There's three or four people that uh, pop up on my but I mental think, inventory. I think he was the mask. I think that he was, we can classify him as an a-hole <laughs> because he would literally take every single plate in the whole surrounding <laughs> area to do like two shrugs. He lost it one day, didn't he? He didn't have a collar on it and yes. the whole thing flipped out of his hands. Exactly. Yeah. Needless to say, we laughed. We probably quit pretty soon right <laughs> after that. <laughs> I love the gym though. It was a great gym. Um, heading towards into the holidays and... It's always something fitness, right? So this one's nutrition because I see myself backsliding. Mm -hmm. And I hate to use the word backslide because when I get, when I dabble a little bit with foods that are outside of my normal routine, to me, I call it screwing up. Mm -hmm. And that's just, I have that real edgy personality where it's, I know that when I incorporate something that's not normal, there's always a price to pay. And the longer you go, your body just becomes immune to the idea of it being wrong and you start doing it more frequently. Mm -hmm. So as soon as someone falls off the wagon, and it can be your favorite coffee. It can be a some morning treat, something that comes back into your life. If you buy a bag of it, you're going to eat the whole bag. No right. one really gets rid of it, right? Well, this time of year, when the weather starts getting a little cooler, it's always wineries and breweries and microbrews. Um, no one's really worried about being shredded anymore because everything's covered up. Oh, yeah. So people get into that mindset of, 
well, hey, it's the season. Mm-hmm. Of course, who doesn't like a fall afternoon where it's nice enough to be outside and you've got a bottle of wine with a bunch of friends? I, I mean, promise you I'm not eating a salad either. Hell no. <laughs> so, and again, so the opportunity this time of year to start taking in more calories, um, it is right in conjunction with the time most people slow down at the gym. Mm-hmm. They're too busy shopping. They're too busy driving, commuting, uh, whatever sports are still available in your area where the weather permits it. I mean, there's things that... Their physical activity and their self-care diminishes a little bit. And, oh, by the way, we're going to take in an extra two to 3,000 calories a week. Right. We've talked before about macros and, you know, how to prepare for events. If you're going to some place and you want to stay on plan, mm-hmm. you know, take your own dish that you can eat a bunch of and just nibble on what the host has provided. Yeah. But coming into the final quarter here, um, when it should be the busiest time of the year for a gym, this is a slow decline. Right. Which is why it was January when the holidays and parties and BS is out of the way, people go back to the gym. But think about the duration of when people screw up. Mm-hmm. And I say screw up because if you're going to live your life um, nine months of being self-aware and self, I don't want to self-conscious, you're self-aware of what you're taking in and what you're becoming. Mm-hmm. There's this one quarter every year that everyone just takes it off. Right. They just stop caring. Yep. And I think the thing along the lines is it's not... Um if you really don't care, then don't care. But us being in the industry, people say, I don't really care, but they do care. And then we start to see a, when they are showing up to the gym or they're doing extra stuff. So it's almost like if I get in five minutes of abs, I'm going to take care of the six bottles of wine I had over the weekend. So it's like that, it's like that struggle of you have felt so proud of yourself. You've looked amazing you've gotten compliments galore. You're just feeling, you know, loud and proud. And then it's like, Oh, screeching halt. Yeah. Well, a couple of weekends, a trip, uh, a party, birthday mm-hmm. party event, uh, anniversary. It doesn't take anything to, to start it. Yeah. What you do within the next week or two is going to give it momentum. Yep. So have fun. You know, I, I don't believe as I've gotten older that living a completely strict, you know, never enjoy any moment mm-hmm. lifestyle, there's got to be a balance. Yeah. And if you're happy, like you were just saying, if you're happy in your own skin, too, then you're in the right spot. Yep. If you're BSing yourself, you're in a bad spot. Right. Because it's going to be worse for your, your internal monologue. You're going to have more of a conversation with yourself that ends up with, how could I? Of course I failed. You know, this always happens. And you start the blame game of everything else except taking ownership. Yep. Because, uh, and you had mentioned in the past, women... They get into this mindset. Well, well, hell's bells! I've already, I've already gained a pound or two. I might as well just keep going. Who Absolutely. cares? I don't understand that. No, it's it is so much more common than I can even believe as a woman. Just the number of the number of ladies that have said, you know, I'll kick off drinking on a Friday night. You know, I wake up and it's not only you're feeling miserable because we're not twenty one anymore, but you feel miserable and it's like, well, I already bombed what I did yesterday. So why am I going to be good for breakfast on Saturday? I'll make up for it on Monday. Yeah, it's a a strain. And really not even Monday, really it's Tuesday. Because Monday, especially in football season, is really a carry-on from the Sunday night. It's true. So you're almost going down now to from Tuesday morning until midday Friday. And there are tons of companies and stuff that during the holiday season, not just football, you're taking the second half of the day off. You know, a lot of companies that are doing the every other Friday off. So you really, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're behaving. 
unless maybe it's your Friday off and then Thursday night you're going to grab a drink. So next thing you know, you're five to six days of, I, I do quotes, behaving. Mm. Now you're behaving two days a week, Tuesday, Wednesday. Compliant two days. Exactly. Compliant, yeah. We are and, a weird species. Well, now that we've got football coming, so football's in full swing. Uh, that means even more opportunity for calories. That means before you'd have your Friday, Saturday night, you'd recover on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Not just like you said, the days are shifting further yeah. out. And if you're tying one on that's aggressive enough that you're going to have a 48-hour to 72-hour recovery, and I don't mean just a straight hangover, um, the body itself can respond in a bunch of different ways as a result of what you're consuming. Certainly. So you might wake up and be like, oh, just a tiny headache, I'm good to go. But your digestion, because of everything you took in, mm-hmm is going to be banged up for a few days. You're not going to be pooping right for days. Mm-hmm. Um, your energy levels just aren't on point just because of the damage and the toxins that you brought into the body. Um, you're craving different things. Totally. You know, so there's fallout no matter what you actually can get up in the morning. Exactly. If you can get up and drink a red eye and you can go about <laughs> your day, awesome. That doesn't mean that Monday morning you're going to be able to get up and give even 90% uh-huh. at your I'm going to be good day. Right. So... What works for you? So if you know that you're heading into a season and you work hard, you, mm-hmm. you really bust your hump because you're super compliant with your nutrition, um, you hit your fitness, you know these times are coming. Do you right. just say it's the season and I just don't care? Or do you? how do you mitigate the opportunities for socialization mm-hmm. and you still being able to get up on Sunday morning and be like, I'm happy I still stood my ground? Right. I think that... My big saving grace is that, so I am not a person that, I don't believe in you, you eat well to plan for like a cheat meal. So I would never be like, if I'm good Monday through midday Saturday on Saturday night, I am going to plan to eat something horrible and drink till I fall flat on my face. But what I found that works for me is if I'm just like, I use Saturday as like, I'm going to enjoy today. Mm-hmm. But I don't make it the day by saying, well, shit, I have jeans on and a long sleeve shirt and a sweatshirt and nobody's going to see what I look like under all of this. I more think of, I have worked so incredibly hard that I know my particular body enough to say, do I really want to blow it in a day? And I don't. So if I'm going to eat something bad for breakfast, bad in mm-hmm. quotes, it's not going to carry on through the whole day with me. So it's kind of like in your mind for myself, kind of plan for, if you want to enjoy yourself, plan for it, but don't plan for it in a way where it's like, you're going to reward yourself with a bad, bad meal or something like that. I don't like cheat meals. I know you don't. I've never bought into that. I know. Um, And you know, I do. Because people need that thing to hold on to. Yeah. And you and I had spoken that we, we allocate time on Saturday mornings to be out, to be able to go out and do something as a couple that makes it ours. It's, it's something different. Mm-hmm. We always make it a point to break a cycle of routine and yep. just in a three, four hour window. So that's usually what I will pick for. If you find a great breakfast place, I'm just going to enjoy what that place is good at. I'm not going to go seek out my normal eat right establishment right. because one, I'm tired of eating sushi and I'm tired <laughs> of eating just hamburger, you know, plain hamburgers. <laughs> so no bun. Right. So <laughs> when we, when we go somewhere, it's like, I'm going to enjoy this experience. Right. But I also know that I didn't do anything else that week any different in anticipation of what I'm going to consume that day. It's going to have to be my behavior. So I'm still going to work out on that day. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm still going to watch what I eat in the afternoon. And if we hook up with uh, friends and we socialize that night, the body doesn't work on calories in, calories out. Right. 
But if your body typically has the, uh, a certain amount of activity a day mm-hmm. and you take in a consistent amount of calories a day, there should be a normalization. Mm-hmm. So as long as there's balance between balance, I didn't say it's a, it's a, re, it's a replacement. It's not a direct replacement, but as long as you're, if you're used to consuming 2000 calories a day, your fitness usually outputs 750 to 1500 calories a day and you're on oh, your feet all day, you know that if you stay there, you'll stay the same weight every day. Everything's Definitely. groovy. But if you hit a day or two where the your carbs aren't distributed evenly across the meals as the way they would be Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. you do need to create pockets so that you don't have any type of a fallout. Right. Um, so if you know that my normal, I'll use my number. So I'm pretty, I get a lot. Mm-hmm. So anywhere from two to 300 carbs a day, mm-hmm. I know that if that's going to be my thing, if I'm going to drink something that day that I know that I'm going to allocate three beers at... Uh, 10 carbs each, I know that I'm going to allocate some of those towards that. So I will cut down on my carbs and some of my other meals to make up for this. My body will do with them what they need to. Alcohol carbs are are different than regular sugar carbs. I'm not trying to get too geek because it's not one for one. Right. But anticipate what you're going to do and swap out with what you want to do. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go work out harder. Right. Do your normal thing. Just balance it yeah i think that's the biggest thing that people don't realize going into the holiday season is it's you you really can't out exercise a bad diet and if you're what you said is perfect and i am i am learning how to do what you do not because i you know necessarily want to follow your lead since you're a freak of nature and not human (laughs) but I have learned to start cutting things to make up for other things too. And then when you're waking up on Sunday morning, Monday morning, whatever, you don't have that. I feel heavy. I haven't gone to the bathroom. I have a headache. I feel miserable because you did swap some things out. Mm -hmm. So like if you'd said beer, like if I'm going to have a glass of wine and I also want a burger, I'm not going to eat the button on the burger. Take your cuts where you can. Exactly. Here's what most people don't think about. And it's, there's roughly 3,500 calories, um, Oh, I'm going to mess this up. In a pound of fat. Mm-hmm. Or is it, uh, oh, nuts. Yeah, one pound roughly equals 3,500 calories. Am I botching that up? What? You're, you know, I have no idea. All of a sudden, I got a brain cramp. Um, okay, so 3,500 calories equals a pound. I like it. Let's go with it anyway. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure it's right. You can't, and let's say you're doing, um, your whole day has just been off. It's a party. It's an event. You're yep. going to consume four to 5,000 calories that day. Very possible if you're eating garbage, right? Yes. Your workout on a spin bike or you're going to go running. If you're a typical runner and you go out and say, I'm going to run for an hour because mm-hmm. I, I'm going to go in and just go buck wild. Right. You'll be lucky. An efficient runner running for an hour, unless you're doing speed drills and sprints and everything else, right. you'll be lucky to burn 500 calories. Right. It's serious. People believe that if I can burn, and this is on the high end, mm-hmm. if I burn 500 calories, I can go out and eat whatever the hell I want today. Right. You're going to consume one and a half pounds worth of calories, yep. and you're going to burn off less than a, a tenth of it. Yep. The exercise is not the way to get around avoiding the weight. It's limiting and balancing your calories. So just like you said, do this without the bun. Do this. There was a book in the 90s. It was Eat This, Not That. Yeah. <laughs> it was brilliant because it, it showed brilliant. people how to save hundreds of calories by making just better food choices. Exactly. Because it's easier to skip a bun than go mm-hmm. out and run an hour. That hamburger bun is the equivalent of somebody running for an hour. Yeah. And you think that because you have the bun, the cheese, the fries, the drinks, 
the dessert, then go out and have more drinks. You think that that run's going to make a difference. Yeah. The interesting thing with the hamburger bun, I'm just going to go off for just a second about it. Did you ever notice the bottom of the bun is actually disgusting? It's like it serves as a sponge to soak up the grease. Especially the way I like it, yeah. I have never heard anybody say, I'm going to save the bottom bun like for dessert because it's kind of gross. So you should take it out anyway. It's Yes, it's like a sponge for grease. So it's like, yeah, maybe you want to pick the hamburger up. But that's a good point. But it it's is, just a funny. It's nasty. It is. And uh, I usually get mine medium rare, so it's extra juicy. It's super soaked up. It's um, uh-huh. well, you do mostly lettuce wrapped burgers. Yep. So you can ask for places. Just say I don't want a bun. You can wrap it in lettuce, and they'll get the big pieces of lettuce, and actually you have something to hold on to. Exactly. Um, and it's not like it's an awesome bun, anyways. It's not some like sweet no, potato or some... potato bread oh bun or anything. Gosh. It's just freaking stale bun. Yeah. So going back for a minute, um, you were talking about like going run, going running and the calories burned and stuff. So, um, at our gym, we all wear devices and I love, you know, I'm a big person who likes to compare devices. So, you know, you have the device we wear around our chest and then it's like, I have the, um, the Apple watch. And then for a while I was wearing the Fitbit just to kind of see how things track. And this morning, we had a my zone whacked out incident happen where it said that somebody was at 130% of nice. their heart rate. Their heart rate was up in the 200s and their calories burned said 4,900 and something. Okay. Okay. Obviously there's a glitch. Yeah. At the same time during the same class, I was talking to uh, one of our athletes and she had switched her Fitbit from her... Oh, hold on. From her right to her left. Okay. And I said, what in the world are you doing? And she said she learned that she gets more steps by switching wrists. What are you talking about? Yes. So we were, I was like, oh my gosh. So if you think of somebody who is using those devices as a way to say, I can eat more. Oh, using steps because to justify I burned. it. Mm. But even, so let's say somebody genuinely this morning with my zone they genuinely have no idea that in 60 minutes, or I think this person was doing like a, an hour and a half, if they did not understand what they would actually have to do to burn almost 5,000 calories in 90 minutes, and they actually thought that number was right, this was a very intelligent person who's worn my zone for years, so he, we were laughing about it. But if you used that to then say, I'm going on a business lunch, And I'm going to toast a couple beers and I'm going to eat, you know, prime rib and I'm going to have a loaded potato on the side because (laughs) hell, I burned almost 5,000 calories in 90 minutes. Because people don't know the difference. Yes. Or for Fitbit, you switch your wrist to get more numbers. Are you using that as a justification to eat more? If, If the gold standard is set up to... The whole steps thing is suspect anyway. If it's on a limb that moves, yeah, it's going to be skewed because I've seen those numbers goes up go up just writing things right yes. because it detects the motion. Yep. Um, pedometers that actually clip to your clothes, yes, they're not going to give you free steps sitting in your chair. Correct. But you're absolutely right because uh, there are some people that I've talked to like, oh well, I did ten thousand steps today. Exactly. Uh, mm. What kind of device do you have? Because your Fitbit's going to give you ten and your Apple's going to give you five. Right. So even if you at best split it, yes. you still didn't justify the reward of you know, 
7,500 calorie or 7,500 step day. And even an Apple watch, which considering their price tag, they should be pretty accurate. I can earn part of a stand goal in a day (laughs) sitting on my arse. Where it's like, congratulations. It's it's not perfect. You just stood for four hours. And I'm like, what? Actually, I'm sitting as I earned this. I, I've switched devices three times because I still haven't found something that I feel gives me um, accurate readings. Yes. And um, I don't need... I think the Fitbit's almost designed to give people a, a dopamine hit where they're like, look at what you did. Exactly. And it's just like you said, someone found a way to cheat it by putting it on another wrist. Yes. Why do you want the false numbers? Well, I mean, and the Fitbit, the one that we had, used to get the disco ball when you hit 10,000. You got a little I f- mean, visual feedback. It you, goes into the dopamine Exactly, hit. which just made you kind of want to... Yeah, dance a little bit. Dance a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I told you, I, I got extra steps. I hit a 10,000 one day while I was going to the bathroom. You did share that. Yeah. So not, it's, not with me, but it's with a, the audience It's entertaining. Well. It's entertaining yep. that uh, the little disco ball was going off while I was still in the can. So, Oh, yeah. Um, that worked well. But I think the point is just it's you can you really can justify any of your behavior you want to to make yourself feel better about your choices. But if at the end of the day you really don't, the only person that's impacted is you. You can you can talk the talk of, you know, tis the season for gaining and yeah, I'm sure I'm gonna be up ten pounds at the end of the year and I don't care. But if you really do, there are so many tips and tricks to do to not put yourself in an unhappy place. Yep. I'll tell you what this is the season for. It's the season for doing doubles. Yeah. So if uh, three days a week, um, because you had mentioned that there's a three to four day uh, spell when people are compliant throughout the week. Definitely. Let's just say it's Monday, Tuesday, Thursday Mm -hmm. are going to be your extras. Those days you need to find 20 to 30 more minutes of activity. Right. Just to get ahead of the curve of what you're going to do moving forward. But this isn't the time or the season to slow down. This is the time to where from Halloween to Thanksgiving to Christmas, you can go from no gut, half a gut to a full gut by Christmas. (laughs) And then you're trying to go roll into the next year, literally roll into the next year. I don't know what happened. You know, I was pretty good. Mm -hmm. I hit my workouts. So rather than taking the position and just saying, hey, it's all good, man. It's just the season. Find a couple days a week to do doubles, Mm -hmm. whether it's very brisk walking. Walking doesn't do squat unless you're a senior citizen that just got out of, you know, a five-year coma. Walking's not good enough. Sedentary to walking, great. Right. Active to walking, waste of time. Mm-hmm. Um, go out and you've got to do something to get your heart rate above 120, 130. Yep. Um, you should be able to talk but not carry on an awesome conversation. Mm-hmm. You don't need to run. You don't got to do anything crazy like that, but a very brisk walk, um, a healthy bike ride, um, go out and play with your kids or hit your gym for a second time, but, right. uh, do something different this year. Employ the strategies that we were talking about where you're selective about what you eat balance. Yes. If you know, you're going to have a night of, I'm off track, off plan versus the morning mm-hmm. I'm on plan, which by the way, just to dig on keto again, if you're keto, you can just turn that shit off for the season because oh, there is no back and forth with, no. you know, um, Oh, I'm in ketosis. And then you're drinking. Okay. You're out. You are just sit down, Stop playing around. That's Doesn't not apply even to you. just alcohol with that nonsense. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've never in my life just sit down and shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> sit down and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Um, could you, you're not keto, dude. Um, this, this is yet another one. If this was on like a video, <laughs> somebody would have seen me almost fall out of my chair. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna start doing these on video, by the way. So uh, <laughs> that way you'll be able to see the the the, in, the awesome interaction. Um, I've got to learn to tame my. Big eyes and oh my god! Oh, I that's part of, that's part of the fun. I can't believe he just said that. But if if you're um, 
just be smart, dude, mm-hmm. and and stop playing around because your fitness people that they see you every day and they want the best of you. Just you don't give a crap. Give a crap because somebody else gives a crap about right. you. And yes, you're an adult. And yes, you can do what you want, but dude, nobody wants to see a client backslide, especially after they've seen potential and seen what you're capable of. They always see you in the best light. Yes. I know what you're capable of. Oh, yeah. And it's usually their own self-doubt, limiting belief, circle of friends, bad influencers. Mm-hmm. You know, you got all these people like, oh, man, we're off plan. Don't want coach. will never find out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, social media, dumb, dumb. <laughs> yeah, we know exactly what you do. You know what I think is cool? There's, um, <laughs> there's a group of ladies at the gym um, that I am. Um, you know why. I have the pleasure of coaching. And I say that with a smirk on my face because th- they're out of control out of control I know who you're talking about they they absolutely fill my cup because it's I'm not going to talk about the time or anything but it's at a specific time in the day where usually you wouldn't think that people could fill your cup but they're just hilarious and I I have a lot of respect for them because they've got a friendship outside of our gym and they will party sometimes on the weekends and I don't know what that partying entails but you know what we're all adults let's assume a glass of wine or something or they're maybe not get, going around eating salmon on lettuce. <laughs> Probably not. But the one thing that I think is really cool is the fitness accountability with all of them. And it's like, I don't want to go. And there's always somebody in the group that's like, we're going. Not to the gym or to the bar? To the gym. Gotcha. Or I can't, honestly, I can't picture anybody in this group actually being like, I cannot believe we're not going to go drinking. What's wrong with you? I really can't. So that way too, but I think what's that's cool very, is... That's very common, by the way. I I think what's very neat about them is it's like, we've got to get back on track. And the accountability and still being able to, you know, be friends and go out and hang out and do stuff, but still get back on track and recommit. And there's not this big sway off and then pull it back in. It's not like, you know, 30 pounds gained, 30 lost. It's like, you know... They're really holding each other accountable. So I think that's... It's a counter It's a counter to the lifestyle they want to live. Yep. So they they're, they can hang out together yep. and be bad together, yes. but they're also doing putting in the work to make sure that they don't completely backslide. Yep. And I think maybe through the holidays, some, you know, some cool ideas maybe is that you just find an accountability team and not somebody that's going to berate you for your choices that you make, you know, during the week or weekend, yep. but just people that can kind of help you along, like man, I'd really, oh man, I'm going out on Saturday night and I'd, I I want to get loaded. And maybe you have that person that says, why don't you have a drink or two? You as know? far as being a bad influencer or someone that just says loosen up and... Someone that's not like, go, you know what, you should go get loaded. But uh. instead it's like, go have a glass of wine. Like don't, don't go out and have 65 shots and 12 beers. And so to just encourage them, you know, live your life, but at the same time... Be smart about it. Be smart about it. We've got... Um, there's a local place around here that serves um, because it's a distillery. There's a cap. Yeah. It's only three drinks. It Lord. Is, it is a money place to go if you want to stay on. Because I, I turn into Frank the Tank when, when, I start, tank. when I start drinking. So knowing there's a there's a, a, a cap before you even walk in the door, that's my kind of place. Exactly. You, you need know. a cap. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, that the other thing that we typically do this time of year and – it's not for the gym's benefit um, or as us as trainers to have extra hoops for people to jump through, but the accountability challenges and the things that we do during this time of year, mm-hmm. it's a special circumstance 
period of the year, it should be a special circumstance engagement level with your crew, um, which is why we'll run small workshops. We'll do more in your face fitness. You know, let's do an accountability challenge. Let's Mm -hmm. do a weight loss challenge. Let's do a maintenance challenge. You know, if you, I think we did one last year. It was, um, I know we did. You weigh in before the holiday kicked in. And if you maintain the same weight at the end, you, you were one of the winners. Yes. Was it over Thanksgiving and Christmas or just Christmas? I I think it was over both. It okay. was definitely it was for sure over. It may have been Christmas and New Year's or from like Thanksgiving Day till till New Year's. Oh, I'm gonna look that up. It's smart, uh, but when if you see those opportunities, look for them. They need to be humanized. I don't I don't like the online stuff 100 percent for the accountability pieces right. because you need to see these people. Yep. Um, but obviously, if you've got something, you're a competitive a typer. That these are perfect for you because it gives you a chance to bury your time and energy into this mm-hmm. instead of, I mean, Halloween's two or three weeks away. Mm-hmm. All the buckets of crap are going to be coming home. You're mm-hmm. going to put on that first five pounds. Thanksgiving's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. You're done. And, and then it leads on. So finding opportunity or find something you can do with a group of friends or put a challenge together. Just like you said, uh, it's nice when there's an organic accountability, but not everybody has that. Right. And look for someone that you think is struggling that isn't part of your clique. Right. You know, someone that you see regularly, you you said it's a group of girls, but if there's a guy, um, it's not bad to include them in the, the messenger thread or the, uh, the check-ins or, Hey, I'm, Hey guys, I'm getting ready to go to Baskin Robbins. Can somebody help talk me off the ledge? Exactly. All right. We'll we'll talk more about this just because nutrition's the scary part. No Mm -hmm. one. No one gains weight because they wear thicker clothes. They gain weight because of lifestyle. Right. And as we'd said in the beginning, um, less activity, more opportunity to not go and do your fitness, not do your routine, and then obviously the increase in calories with the holidays and sports and everything else. Right. Um, we're going to start putting out something on uh, the main page mm-hmm. just to talking about uh, food alternatives for football Sundays. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that'll give I'm people something creative. Yeah. That'll... Um, offset yep. the behaviors of the rest of the time. Exactly. All right, cool. Any other wisdoms? Not not right now. All I'm right. sure I'll think of something amazing. Awesome. All right, well, the, try to put things in play. Put them in play. Be different. Do something different this year instead of every other year where you've gained weight. Mm-hmm. Try something different. Yeah. Um, if you are already maintaining and killing it, then be an inspiration for somebody else. Definitely. Don't hold your secrets um, unless they're bad. But, uh, <laughs> healthy lifestyle secrets are always great to share. All right, awesome. All right. All right. Uh, we'll see you all in the next one. Sounds good. All right, later, guys. Bye. Be true.